0: Hey guys, it's my first dead show. Hey, what are you doing with that Windex bottle? <laughs> <laughs> nah! I'm scared to lose! Look at me, I can fly
1: off the stadium roof! Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Now we're up to the latest hit by English singer Phil Collins The Zingers. Whose husband are you, dog face?
0: <laughs> Whose husband are you looking for? <laughs> And the self-indulgence. Chicks dig me
1: because I rarely wear underwear. And when I do,
0: it's usually something unusual. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s.
1: Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, another installment of The Rock Dinosaurs. One
0: down, one to go. Another town and one more show.
1: One down, one to go. Try two down and three episodes to go. The Rock Dinosaur franchise will not end. But with me as always to help me through it. He's a rock dinosaur himself. Times Pop Music critic Sean Daly. I love this. I love this franchise. It's better than Taco Bell franchise. Yeah, of course we could Less be sodium.
0: we could be on our 26th state right now, like Montana in the 80s. That had uh, gold written all over it. But you know what? That's a fight that I'll wage another day. Yes. Part 3 of our rock dinosaurs of the 80s. And we've had every day we get five or six emails fervent frothing emails please when is your next installment of dinos they shorten it down to dinos yeah of course (laughs) hashtag dinos on uh twitter
1: (laughs) Twitter. yeah follow us there
0: um but today we got three good ones we have uh how many more uh this this is this
1: is episode three Um, you're gonna you're gonna stretch
0: it to five i love that we're
1: only gonna do three bands from now on no
0: we have full segs, almost full segs. Yeah,
1: almost full segs. And here's, yeah. the sto- and here's the shtick. If it's been a while since you've heard Rock Dinosaurs, the idea that these are bands that we're honoring who um, were formed... It's
0: been a long time since Rock Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's my
1: theme music. Great. Go ahead. It's been- these are bands that formed uh, long before the 80s, had their heyday, we might say, before the 80s, but still contributed to our decade.
0: Excellent. I love this. From the mind of Stephen Q. Spears.
1: I spend days, I spend weeks thinking about stuff like this. Not yeah, really.
0: this morning. <laughs> this this morning, morning, actually. I
1: woke up, I said, yeah, like dinosaurs. I gave you no help this morning in the planning, in yeah. our planning meeting. <laughs> you ready to get started?
0: Uh, yeah, let's do it.
1: Number one on our list today, yes. <laughs> 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 yes. Too dramatic of an entry.
0: No, I love that. We need all yes. the drama. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to start right out and say, um, except for the 80s, I was never uh, a Yes fan.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that, too. In
0: 1983, we had 90125. They had three albums in the 80s, it looks like. but that Not Nine, to be o- confused 25. with
1: 90210.
0: I know, I do that all the time. God. Or OU812. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. VH, LeVe Van Hagar. Um, so, uh, Tales from Topographic Oceans, all this, like, 60s, 70s. Roundabout. Cra- oh, <laughs> I can't get into it. Although, I should say that in probably 19... 19- it would be 98, maybe? At some point in my life, I saw John Anderson wet and in a towel. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Partially nude. I was, um, as I've told this story many times, I was a bellboy at the Columbia <laughs> Inn in Columbia, Maryland. Drink. Uh, drink. You, oh. I'll drop. Oh, we'll do a little something later. But, uh, and yes, was playing Meriwether Post Pavilion, which I think has a new name now. Um, but Meriwether Post, and, uh, I had to go up and deliver a bucket of ice, I believe, to Mr. Anderson. <laughs> and I walked in, and there was some miscommunication. Like, people were coming in and out, and I decided to go in, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting there with a bucket of ice that's quickly melting from the heat. <laughs> and there's John Anderson in a towel, uh, presumably just uh, after exiting the shower, and he pretty much like a wet chihuahua. <laughs> 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 but, uh, full house for Yes, a lot of Yes fans. Um, but this is, this is really our entry album, isn't it? 90125. Yeah,
1: for a lot of people. And, you know, Yes is one of those bands that, man, their fans are fanatical. Fanatical. When you go to an Asia show, which I've done, you'll see half the people there are Yes fans, and they're there sitting there waiting, just watching Steve Howe, waiting for them to play Roundabout.
0: Oh, do they do that? Yeah. yeah.
1: They usually play one song from each one of their careers, so you get Roundabout during almost every Asia show. But for the rest of us, MTV and the, the great video for Leave It. Oh, yeah. And um, Weren't
0: there like 27 videos for Leave something It? Something
1: like that, yeah. And then, and then the, of course, the very distinctive opening to uh, Owner of a, Lon- of a Lonely Heart. Uh, which would become a number one hit for them in the 80s. Uh,
0: my favorite song from that album is actually It Can Happen, and uh, that's like that quintessential uh, high-ringing siren-like wail of John Wet Chihuahua Anderson. You
1: reach, it can happen to you. It can happen to me. It
0: can happen to
1: I'm assuming Yes is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, although we've already established our total disdain for that organization. But where does Yes stand in terms of uh, you know, the history of rock and roll? Um, well, I mean, they're definitely one of the big prog bands.
0: I mean, they're not as... But, but history tends to frown
1: down on, on prog bands.
0: Yeah, I, I hate to say it, my shoddy uh, research for this show, but I'm going to say that Yes is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because if Yes is in and Rush isn't... Blasphemy, I say, <laughs> blasphemy
1: <laughs> they uh they had two number one hits in the eighties, obviously uh owner of a lonely I heart a lonely God that was overplayed to an extreme Are
0: you uh an owner of a lonely heart, would you say?
1: No, I'm <laughs> an owner of a clogged heart. <laughs> it wasn't as big of a hit for them. <laughs>
0: It's a and the size. video
1: you really don't want to see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lots of hot dogs and sausages. It's four
0: minutes of you eating, yeah, little smokies.
1: Um, and of course, although they were known best for a nine on five. Yeah, I've
0: the... seen you wet in a towel before. Not a wet Chihuahua. More like a like, lumberjack sort of thing. You're right? lumberjackian. You are lumberjackian. Actually, I've seen you nude too, and that's not bad. Now you know where the truth I, I is. I say that as a straight man. You know, I can see where women would <laughs> be attracted to you. You're very like you're barrel chested. <laughs>
1: I'm like a, what I'm like a 1950s uh, movie character.
0: You're yeah. like, you should be on the cover or on the, on the front of Brawny Towels. You're a paper towel guy. I love paper <laughs> towels. <laughs> yeah, so do I said a lot. Where uh, are we? What are we talking about I I'm derailing that, this. I
1: know, Big Generator is the other big yes uh, uh, album of the uh, 80s and a lot of, of people forget about it but it had their other number one hit of the 80s and that's this song called Love Will Find A Way.
0: Climby Fisher, what didn't he do that one?
1: <laughs> it's on and Mannequin Two. Adding absolutely mannequin. nothing to this week's show. <laughs> so, Sean Daly again, yeah, <laughs> off the of Mannequin Two soundtrack. <laughs> was that was that Mannequin on the move? What was it on the move? <laughs> was that two? Yeah. And then Misha Taylor two, came back, but no one colon else on the move. I think it was <laughs> I think my cold Even was though I move. don't <laughs> think, let's, let's
0: hurry the show up
1: I, I don't think there was Any movement going on It wasn't like they, It wasn't like It was suddenly in Detroit Or something It was the same stupid premise Over again
0: I loved it It was so good the first time So upset. upset Wasn't You're Big ready? Generator Your uh, nickname for your genitals In high school
1: <laughs> Jeez Wow I'm sorry no. kids I'm sorry I think I was known As the double A battery <laughs> <laughs> You ready for the number two Band on our list Sure Number two The Grateful Dead dig this song, Touch of Grey. No,
0: I do too, especially now as I have grey all over my
1: body. <laughs> Let's face it, the only place you have grey is on your head because you don't have any hair. hair.
0: I can't generate
1: hair. Sad. Oh, uh, my God. I got to bring it up since, since we brought this up. Uh-oh. This weekend, um, Sean and I were at this big charity do uh, at St. Pete Beach. And Sean was the MC. It's called the Fish Head Ball. Um, not that that's important. And uh, Sean's there. And I probably missold the, sh- the the due to Sean a little bit by saying it was going to be very decadent. So Sean got a little bit too much into the spirit. And at one point...
0: I was the host of it. I was sh- the MC of this event. MC.
1: At one point, you shed half your clothes and gyrated around the dance floor, topless.
0: Well, I had a cross chain. I had a crucifix. That didn't help. That did not help. <laughs> it pendulated between my bosoms.
1: But I just remember looking up at one point in a daze and just seeing... You know, your little Gosh. sinewy arms in the air, like <laughs> like that scene from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say Silence of the Lambs, because yeah. I did have
0: them tucked, ironically enough. Yeah,
1: for yeah. No horrible, horrible image. I'm honey. sorry, I
0: should have warned you about that. I was trying to be puckish and playful and whimsical and in the spirit of it was all rock star themed.
1: I know. Then you wore just your vest which is that (laughs) that was like village people can't stop the music. (laughs) No, it was like you made a great joke the Warriors. Oh yeah, that's right. Warriors. Oh man, I wish I was an 80s movie so we could talk about it endlessly.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We will anyway. Grateful Dead, yeah, they uh, had four albums uh, in the uh, the
1: 80s. They were a crazy band though. They had like they had years where they had multiple albums. I'm I- sorry, five
0: albums. If you want to call it Dylan and the Dead, which is considered both on the De- yeah. from Dead fans and Dylan fans to be a total misfire.
1: Am I a real jerk if I come out right now and say I totally never got the Grateful Dead? Here's my thing. like,
0: Yeah, it kind of felt like jo- following the Dead or getting in on the Dead train like three decades late, like, kind of felt like watching the last episode of Lost, but having never seen it before. Like, yeah. It was very much a party that, unless you weren't full throttle in a, a deadhead, you kind of felt like an outsider, and like you weren't going to get it, you know? These people were too stoned to care if you got it or not, but, you know, and I had this really uh, ridiculous fear, totally unfounded, of being sprayed with acid and then, like, doing a creepy dance and biting my tongue off. Like, I'm afraid of hallucinogenics. So you've never done acid? I've never done Have you? No You wouldn't admit it on air anyway yeah, I would, would Of course a, I would product
1: of Total the, honesty the on the show um,
0: So I was afraid I'd be like Hey, hey guys It's my first dead show Hey what are you doing With that Windex bottle <laughs> <laughs> Nah I'm scared to dogs. Look at me I can fly off the stadium roof <laughs> oh, That's what I was afraid of And so people were always like You moron That's not how it works but I get the one crazy ass dead fan that's like windexing the shit out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: have you ever have you ever reviewed their shows?
0: You know what? I, I feel bad because I do have a bucket list of concerts I've never seen. I never saw the dead live. And so it would have been cool to see it. But really, I, I'm that's just That's amazing. I mean, afraid.
1: how long you've been a critic for now for what, twenty years and you know, and you haven't I know, seen I,
0: it. I feel I feel terrible about that. So <laughs> um uh I wish I'd gone, but really I'm very, very afraid and I don't like Being around people who are on hallucinogenics, not just because of my Windex fear, but also because I just don't like them, you know? And so I don't like being around them. Like, if I'm sober around a bunch of drunk people, I hate that, too. I hate it.
1: Uh, Pop pop quiz, because you keep mentioning Windex. Name the Steve Martin movie in which the killer... uh, The uh,
0: Man with Two Brains! Yes! Kills his victims using Windex. I watch Man with Two Brains, like, every six months.
1: Best Steve Martin movie of the 80s? Uh, is that it, or th- is it uh, the lonely guy?
0: All of me is kind of
1: cute. Yeah. All of me Put is the duina Beck and ball. And yeah. and Ball. And and but uh, back to the uh, Grateful Dead. I. Nineteen eighty seven was the year for Touch of Grey, and of course it was helped by an amazing video.
0: Great video, the skeleton video. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I love it, and um, it was. It was kind of you heard it on the radio. I think you don't hear it so much anymore. It's probably the only Dead song you hear on FM radio. Um, I don't know. I like like you. I don't even like cherry Garcia ice cream. To be honest, I I like nothing about the Grateful Dead. I've I don't never like understood the it.
0: Hard chocolate and the cherry combo. I can't. I for some reason I'm I Don't really like cherries, by that. What's your favorite Ben Jerry flavor?
1: It used to be, um, uh, Cool Britannia, but they don't have it anymore. Uh, I
0: remember that one. Yeah, I like Chubby Hubby. Ever have oh. that? It's like. Uh, uh, I Does it look like I,
1: like I like? I'm <laughs> unfamiliar with that flavor. <laughs>
0: It's pretzel stuff with uh, I, um, peanut butter, I think. Right? Something Chevy like Hubby? that.
1: I have no idea. I, I don't eat that anymore. But, but um, I would be eating it though. <laughs> look, look at all these. Look at all these bringbacks I have. Yeah. I would be though if I was a Grateful Dead concert because I'd be stoned.
0: Yeah, yeah. You'd, I don't want to. I don't want
1: to go to any concert that requires me to, to be stoned the entire time to enjoy it.
0: I'm not. I'm not uh, putting you on the spot. But did you uh, smoke a lot of pot? Do you, you have a pot phase? I wouldn't call a phase. Yeah. But
1: I, I used it. I used it.
0: I think I've told this story before when I, I freaked out. And I like I've spoken probably like maybe like a handful of times and each time I've had some sort of
1: episode. And once I was like,
0: I've told this story before. You know what? I'm not Of all the stories out. I've
1: heard a million times, this I, I can told honestly story say I, I don't remember hearing this one a million times.
0: Okay, well, I was with <sighs> Natalie Diffenball.
1: Drink, drink, drink,
0: Uh, I felt good. And she was, she was clean, She's, she was innocent, and I was, uh, I, I was uh, under the influence, and uh, God, this is 20-plus years ago, and all of a sudden, and we were kind of you know, kind of you know kind of fumbling and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, her head detached from her body and started floating around in these yellow clouds. And it wasn't uh, sexy at all. I totally freaked out. And my literally my heart, you could feel it almost straining through my ribcage to explode out and also float around in the yellow clouds. I totally wigged. I had a meltdown. Yeah. And after that, I was pretty much off of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I stopped doing it after Um, I had it one time at a party, a fraternity party at University of Florida. And I don't know what kind it was. But I couldn't hear afterwards.
0: Ah, uh, you told that story. Yeah, before. I shut down yeah, yeah, my yeah. hearing, and yeah. everything was shut, God, like, "God, that's some
1: powerful weed." Yeah.
0: And so, like, yeah, stoner movies. I was like, "Oh man,
1: I wish I could really enjoy this." But
0: even the stoner movie is starting to make me feel like I'm gonna have an episode. Yeah. This is the least. I'm the least rock and roll rock critic of all time, despite the fact that I danced around with my shirt off with a crucifix. That wasn't rock and roll at all. No, no, at all. That was just disturbing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I can drink. I'm a good drinker. But so,
1: so for all those Grateful Dead's out there uh, fans who thought we were really gonna like wax poetically about your band, we apologize. Ready for the next band on the list? I can't wait. I bet you can. It's Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I, oh, I want to oh, I, oh, I be with you
0: everywhere. I want to be with you everywhere.
1: You love Fleetwood Mac, do you?
0: Love Fleetwood Mac. In fact, dear Spearsy. I just saw the great Lindsey Buckingham in Clearwater, Florida, at a small club, which is a sellout was 437 people. Very small place. I've been there. And uh, very intimate. And Lindsey Buckingham could have come out and phoned it in. He was supposed to be at a slightly larger venue, but he had to take that. Could have come out and done an hour. You know, it's all, only a handful of people there. He came out to two hours. Unbelievable! This guy, I'm gonna say right now, Lindsey Buckingham, and I've written it before, so it must be true, is the most underrated guitarist in rock history.
1: You give me crap every time I start saying overrated, underrated, overrated. No, underrated, you're you're, and you're hyperbole. pulling it out right no, no, now. No, you
0: deal in hyperbole all the time. This is something I've written on myriad occasions <laughs>
1: because you never write anything more than once.
0: Uh, yeah, I know what you're getting at. F-face. Uh, anyway, so but he was amazing. And he did some Fleetwood Mac Hits. He did Go Your Own Way. He did uh, Secondhand News. A lot of stuff from Rumors, which is a different decade. But uh, the Mac had a great uh, uh, 80s. Oh, are you grandfathering in Tusk I'm going to grandfather
1: in Tusk. He did Tusk. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. And Lindsey Buckingham, every
1: single note
0: and breath, like, very dramatic. King of the guitar face. But he gets that high-ringing tone and stuff.
1: He's got that Kramer hair that always throws huge me.
0: Huge Kramer hair, eraser head hair. Yeah, giant. He's still got it. he's sixty two, but man, he can sing and he can play. It was a if you, if you go see Lindsey Buckingham, yeah. it's great. But he didn't do Holiday Road, which I was he really. Was bummed not going No, Holiday. no, no. His last tour, he did it. Closed with it. Holiday Road, even with the dog sounds. Swear to God, really? He's proud of that song.
1: It's a good song. I mean, the dog sounds makes it. I mean, really. Yeah,
0: that's great.
1: Um, when I was a kid growing up and, and I was, you know, first getting into, to music and all that stuff, I remember seeing, um, when Tusk would really hit. And back then there was no MTV, so you went on like the Solid Gold show. And so so so, uh, Fleetwood Mac beat up there uh, lip syncing. Every every, the worst lip syncing. And I remember they were doing Tusk, and then the friggin' USC marching band marches right into the stage to play on Solid Gold. Yeah. To play their bit. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, oh, that's so cool. Awesome. I've always been fascinated with that song. No idea what it means whatsoever. Weird. It's yeah, just yeah, one of those yeah. gibberish songs. But, uh, t- I mean, Fleetwood Mac, they they, went, they did a reunited tour here a couple years ago. I remember you went and you reviewed it. They didn't have Christine McPhee, who I sings everywhere.
0: McPhee. Everywhere. For, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so after Tusk, um, you know, Tusk, Tusk following rumors, everyone thought Tusk was a fiasco because I think it was a double album. Huge album. Cost yeah. a ton of money to make. You know, had a couple hits, but everyone's like, oh. I mean, after you follow up, and then was the biggest selling album of all time, I believe. Um, you're kind of screwed because everyone's going to be tough on you. But then Mirage came out in 82, and Mirage had two huge hits for them Hold Me, Christine McVie, and Gypsy by Stevie. Big there. And then I was in a country I like to call Norway
1: or Norga. Mama, no! Mama, no. Ah, uh, you've done it so many times. I have to, I want to stop and ask you a question. Yeah. To the best of your memory, I mean, like... What did she really say? How did she really say, it? Did she really say
0: it? Mama, no! <laughs> <laughs> I covered my nips. No one can see that, but I want to give you the full effect. I did cover my nipular regions.
1: Which she did.
0: Yeah, mama, no! And then she ran back. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when I was in Norge, Um, Tango in the Night was a huge, huge, huge uh hit over here but i hadn't really heard it you know even though norway was getting all the, the current hits you know it was huge over in norway bruce hornsby the way it
1: is weird
0: that was like my the song uh, that was the album my summer is that the, bizarre
1: yeah you don't think that's a summer album the tango in
0: the night was a monster so i came back here and it's like everywhere on the radio I, like at the tail end of the summer i think i had two weeks left before school started tango in the night was huge it had um everywhere uh, Big Love, uh, which actually he did do the other night, which is tremendous solo um, Seven Wonders a bit of a hit, and my one of my favorite fleet with Mac songs and something to go look up on iTunes for you uh, Stevie Nix's welcome to the room Sarah well- Welcome to the room, Sarah. Love that song.
1: This is a uh indulge me for a second, but let me ask sure, you this. Spearzy. Is is Fleetwood Mac really a band that doesn't have an identifiable decade or is or do you think of them as a 70s band?
0: God, that's a good question. I think people do think of them as a 70s band, although they had look at all these hits from the 80s as well. I mean, they've
1: well. been together since 67.
0: Yeah, the whole Peter Green years, oh well, all that stuff. Um but no, people definitely think of them as 70s that Southern California sound. Um,
1: I mean, really? they were. I don't even know that I would identify with a specific region.
0: Oh my god! If there's ever been an LA band, it's Fleetwood Mac. The drugs and all the the sex and the you know these the the you know the way Buckingham played. Buckingham is so LA with these kind of like metallic waterfall solos. Huh. You know, I definitely see them there, but that's okay. I mean, you're thinking of Southern California, like America. Or uh, Pure Prairie League. More like that song. The Eagles. Yeah, that's I think more Eagles. Southern California, which is more right. like the deserty thing. No, I, I definitely see them as the studio, L.A. studio band. But um, you always ask me. I'm going to throw it around and ask you. Where does Fleetwood Mac sit in the pantheon of rock bands?
1: I think I'm a much better, bigger fan than you in are. In a very uncomfortable chair is where they sit. Because I don't think anybody quite knows what to do with them. They're like the guest at the dinner party, you know, the single guest that you don't know. Do you sit them next to the flirty drunk? Do you sit them next to this person or that person? But you wind up having sex with him anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're weird. I mean, they just. Great, great. You like them? I do, but I don't love them. Like, I mean, I wouldn't sit there and say, ah, God, I hope they come back on tour again. I'll tell you what, like, Fleetwood Mac is a
0: strangely polarizing band, too. Like, a lot of people don't like Fleetwood Mac. And it's funny because it's actually like three or four bands in one. Yeah. You know, Christy McVeigh, Stevie, and Lindsey were all going to give you a different sound. Now, they all harmonize together. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: You know, I think people mistake uh, Stevie Nicks for Fleetwood Mac. Like, they'll hear some of Stevie Nicks' solo stuff, and they'll, seven, and they'll be, and they'll be like, God, 17. I hate Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And you're like, that's not Fleetwood Mac. That's just Stevie Nicks. And um, But as a group, you yeah, they, they they deserve a spot at the head table, but... Not front and center. I love him. I should have dragged your
0: ass to go see Lindsay Buckham. You would have liked it.
1: I know. I don't do anything in the middle of the week anymore, though. I'm lame. You are kind of lame. But, but you know what's not lame? The, the saggies. saggies.
0: What's happening, hot stuff?
1: Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. And this is a segment where we play a piece of a movie from the 80s. If you can get it right, I have uh, special gifts this week. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Two T-shirts from 5733. It's a T-shirt company. And um I wore their T-shirt at the Fish Head Ball.
0: You did. A very provocative T-shirt. It's
1: uh, Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Richmond High taking her bikini top off saying, Hi, Brad.
0: Yeah, right in mid-doff.
1: Right. There's no nippleage. Yeah,
0: no one has problems with your provocative T-shirt. Isn't that provocative? But then I take my shirt off and do saw a, actual a, nipples. a fun <laughs> shimmy on the floor. Oh, that's cool. Surprises.
1: So and you're actually going to send them out? Yeah, you get to, they're very small. By so the keep way, keep that in mind.
0: By the-, the way, I'd like to say something, Steve, if I could. You're if right. I can interject, I don't I don't like to cut you off, but I'm going to interject here. Yeah, I'm having really I'm having a good time on this show. I'm really enjoying recording part 3 of Rock Dinosaurs in the 80s. Okay. How about you? You enjoying yourself? Yeah, it's 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 and I'm hoping that our listeners out there, including <laughs> Brad Williams in LA, are enjoying our show too. Because that's what our show is there for, for you to enjoy it. Not to write us eighteen point dissections and critiques. I'm just kidding, Brad. I love you. I love you, but Brad can be tough on us. He tore apart our last show. I don't know why. I don't know why. He got off on me because I gently, uh, I, I teased some people for enjoying what band? What was it? Ah, oh, crap. What, what was the band? <laughs> oh, R.E.M. <But> just because. <laughs> don't Brad, start. Brad got a wrister once when <laughs> R.E.M. was playing. All of a sudden, it's like sacrosanct. And I can't gently
1: tease. If there was an R.E.M. song to get a wrister too? which one would it be? It's the end of the world. <laughs>
0: There. Leonard uh. burns <laughs> I'm just kidding, Brad Williams. I love you. I'm looking forward to your lengthy, uh, well-researched missive.
1: <laughs> Pay attention. Here's the clip from last show.
0: There are two dilemmas that rattle the human skull. How do you hold on to someone who won't stay? And how do you get rid of someone
1: won't go. Yeah, it's War of the Roses with Danny DeVito. Love
0: it. I love that movie. Dark, so dark. oh it's dark. I love it. I love it. That was great.
1: Best Danny DeVito movie of the '80s, or is it Ruthless People?
0: No, nah, just Throw Mama from the Train.
1: Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're I got kidding, it. Right? No, no.
0: Scratch that answer. Romancing the Stone. Oh, that might. I, might I just... love that. That you know, Romancing the Stone is one of those movies. Every time it's on, I'll watch straight through. Or at least to the dance part. I love that dance scene when they dance and they finally start to. Uh, ee, uh, uh,
1: ee. Not
0: even that. Uh, 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 er, er, er.
1: It's just uh, a dance scene, sexy. I love it. I love that movie. Can you dance sexy? Because I mean, I know you didn't do it on Saturday, but in general, like if you were sober, could you dance sexy?
0: Like right now, like on the No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. no, no, no. Ah, love to love you, baby. Ah. <laughs> Never mind.
1: Sorry. Uh, Sometimes I, cannot... I wish I could just take the questions back.
0: No, there's a very good chance that I cannot dance sexy unless
1: it's the dance of the seven buttons. Buttons.
0: buttons. Blink, blink, blink. All right. Mm. Oh, well, we have winners. Yes. <laughs> uh, some people did know it was War wore the roses, and winners include Jay Tanner from Bloomington. Now, is everybody getting a Phoebe Kate shirt?
1: No. No, no. This is for the upcoming one. Oh. These, these, these people should have all gotten buttons. If you sent me your so address. Jay that's...
0: Tanner is SOL. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Jay Tanner from Bloomington. But you got uh, to hear my dulcet tones.
1: Dude, yeah. Say your name
0: on radio. Gary Jr. in Boston. David Wertheim. Mike from Boston. A lot of Beantown action. Tre- Trevor Hoppers. They don't have as much to do Basil now. Basil rhymes with razzle or dazzle, not nasal, like Steve always like says. Chip Basil. Yeah, Basil. From Croft of Maryland. Spoon. <laughs> but Spoon has... um. It's capital P, cap, or capital S, capital P, little O's, then capital N. So spoo, spoo, mm. Mary Mueller, Marie Mueller, Marie Muller. <laughs> one of them. Achmel, Achmel. I don't. Diane Parapetti, Craig in Cape Town.
1: <laughs> Be careful when you make
0: out with him. The one, the
1: only, hookman. <laughs> Pay attention, here's this week's. Mystery clip. You have the manners of a goat, and you smell like a dunk heap, and you have no knowledge whatsoever of your potential. If you know it, email us at stuckkinaysattempe.com, and then tune in next week, and maybe you will have won the high brad t shirt. Mm-hmm. Ah, the mystical refrain of Name That 80s Tune. I love this, Seggy. I love to uh, stump people with music from the 80s. Sadly, this week I stumped nobody with this particular tune. Let's sanctify yourself by the simple mind. The great Jim Kerr. Sean Daly.
0: I understand that a certain friend of mine interviewed Jim Kerr recently and post-interview declared to the entire newsroom that was just the greatest stuck-in-the-80s interview of all time. <laughs> I
1: don't know yeah. what's wrong with me today. Volume issues. Yeah, I did interview Jim Kerr, and uh, hopefully in the next couple episodes we'll get that. I want to spend some time editing that sucker. It's like 40 minutes long, but it's br- I-, I like it. If you're a Simple Minds fan, if you're a fan of Live Aid, uh, of, of music in general, if, if you're a fan of breathing, I guarantee you, you'll get something out of that show.
0: Wow. A fan of breathing?
1: Yeah. Oxygen. Are you an Oxygen fan? <laughs> this is
0: Brad. You know, Sean, or no, Daily. you know, Daily. when you make fun of Oxygen...
1: What you're really making fun I'm of. I'm glad
0: you're having fun on the show, but the Grateful Dead is an iconic jam band that's due far more respect than your throwaway zingers.
1: <laughs> I think I had half. What we, talk- we just talked about pot the whole time, right? Seems yeah. like that was ages ago. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, winners of this week's Name That 80s Tune. We got a lot of them here. A lot. I'm going to need oxygen to get through this list. Uh, Amy from Tennessee, Gordy McDougal, G-I-G, G-I-G, a.k.a. Gary and Gilroy, Chris Connor, Pamela Lama, Michael Martinez, Jason, the Ontario Kid Melmer, Pinhead, KDS and PA, the Crisco Kid from S-L-C, Dave Featherston, Australia. Hey, Featherston hasn't uh, bothered us about the Australia show. Oh, yeah, he still doesn't.
1: Oh, really? We're going to do it. I swear to God. Hand to God we will get the Australian show done. We just need some time. <laughs> Jason, Plastic fashion Janbrin.
0: Chris Pratt of Las Vegas. Did we meet Chris Pratt when we were in Las Vegas?
1: I don't think so. By the
0: way, did anybody weigh in when we asked them where we should go for Stuck in the 80s on the Road next year?
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of people said Chicago or Milwaukee. Um, and So that's an option. It doesn't feel like a destination, though, does it?
0: Destination? God, I just love
1: Vegas so much. Why can't we all just want to go to Vegas again? I love Milwaukee, man. You're missing out. Sausages. Yeah,
0: Maters. I think it's called Maters. Oh, you're going to love that place. Okay. Oh, you so good. It. I mean, the brats. The, the crowd.
1: We're doing the volume
0: thing again. I know I am. Uh, David Dietrich, Dan Newcomb, Neil Gottstein of Chi-Town. 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 And. <laughs> I will leave it up. <laughs> You loved him when he played
1: TV's Webster.
0: Mr. Big W of CultureBrats.com. Come, 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 come.
1: Pay attention, here's this week's mystery tune. If you know it, email us at stuckinadiesattempe.com and then tune in next show to find out if you've won a t shirt that says.
0: Hi Brad.
1: so still Oh how beautiful your kingdom
0: in that hollow on the hill Let
1: me for love And we're back and uh, part 3 is nearly complete Actually it's complete
0: <laughs> it we totally jumped shot. the
1: shark about uh, two minutes into <laughs> nah, the show.
0: No, don't shut up, Spearsy. Come on, my friend. Grateful Dead. Uh, so we have six more rock dinosaur uh, bands, two more shows. We promise they're going to be just as good as the one you just yes. heard. Yes. And tell you what, if you guess one of our six remaining rock dinosaurs, we will send you... A button. A button. Oh, we have a lot of buttons, don't we? Oh, yeah.
1: There's no. There's How many no, of those
0: uh, big ass uh, um, magnets <laughs> do we have? <laughs> One. Those 1973
1: monstrous magnets. Oh, I bought. Did we tell people this? I bought this gigantic car magnet oh, that so says so stuck in the 80s. So we had it for LA. We th- I thought it'd be so useful. I think I was drunk when I ordered it. And it cost me like 30 bucks. And I thought for sure they were going to stop me at uh, airport security for like trying to to smuggle in a. You know, a three by five magnet onto the plane. But no.
0: <laughs> Evidently, yeah. that's You'd think of... that would have screwed with some sort of mechanics. Yeah, I mean... When 747. When, when you 747.
1: Right, when you try to scan a suitcase and all you see is a gigantic magnet, wouldn't yeah. you stop and say... I should
0: have said something. Like, you might, do you want to check his magnet? God, no, I don't feel safe. It's important not
1: to check my baggage. I want to that.
0: take our show on the road, man. I want to go somewhere.
1: Dream... I mean, obviously, Munich is one of your dream locations. Ah. And right now, of all times, it's Oktoberfest. Oh,
0: uh, why are you... You're just saying that to tick me off. I know. A little I see bit, those a little six, bit. Those giant pictures of all the six million people are not... October fest, having a great time, free sex, free beer.
1: But but let me ask you this: if there was another region of the world or 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 our country that you could go to at a specific time of year for a specific Stuckinese podcast, what would it be? My
0: God, Spearsy. That's the most amazing question I've ever heard. Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. Halloween. How about it, (laughs) Lonnie? Lonnie. i got to watch that. I shouldn't do hey, can that I there. Ha- Can I have your um, – you still have Halloween on DVD? Yeah, I think so. I want to borrow that. Do you? Lonnie. Um, I love that. I have Rosemary's Baby on my Netflix. Have you ever seen that before?
1: Parts of it. She has Sick. a baby, right? <laughs> yeah. The, um, you know We have Halloween coming up, and normally we try to do a Halloween show. We, we don't have one planned for this year, but every year I try to sell uh, daily on the idea of doing a Lost Boys podcast. That's cool. And every year he shoots me down.
0: Hey, can we do like – let's do some sort of – for charity – Let's record uh, a copy. This is all for charity, my friend. Let's, let's <laughs> record a copy uh, uh, or do a copy of uh, Good Times. I'll be Jimmy Barnes and you be Michael Hutchins.
1: Because that's from Lost Am Boys. I the one who dies with the neck around my, uh, yeah, belt around my neck? Yeah, because
0: you're about to. Like, oh, I'll okay. give you two weeks. Come on. Now, your little chest of sexual horrors. How many things in there could actually kill you? Things if you swallowed? them wrong. Yeah. A lot. I know Exactly. A lot. You are Michael Hutchins waiting to happen, baby. <laughs>
1: but you live strong <laughs> because I'll I am your, I'll write your bio you know why because I am a rock dinosaur my friend and you so are. are you and so is everyone who's listening because you know why we're all happily stuck here right in the 80s Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits Read our blog at tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes.